Hi, this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today we'll be talking with Rotarian Nick Johnson and Rich Silva about ridding our roads of intoxicated drivers right after these important messages, so please stay tuned. I will not touch that dial. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host Sarah O'Connell is away, but I am delighted to have the treat of our producer, Kathy Kruger, on the mic. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Jonah. Thank and you. a bigger delight, uh, which is hard to imagine, is that we have two outstanding guests. First, uh, Rotarian Nick Johnson. Good morning, Nick. Good morning to both of you. And an old friend of Radio Rotary coming back for his second appearance, Rich Silva. Hi, Rich. Hi, Jenna. Thanks for having us. Uh, it's a pleasure. Now, we're going to be talking today about RID, ridding intoxicated drivers off of our roads. And, um, Nick, just how big a problem is uh, drunk driving here in the Hudson Valley? Uh, in the Hudson Valley, we uh, probably uh, kill or injure uh, 12 to 1,500 people uh, a year nationally. Wait, wait, let's not yeah. rush over that, right. that statistic. Right, say it again. Yeah. 1,200 to 1,500 it, people in the Hudson get, Valley get hurt. get hurt or die each year because of drunk driving. Right. That's an appalling statistic. So uh, you, you were, I interrupted you. You were saying. Yes. And nationally, the number has gone down. Uh, the uh, work being done by the various uh, groups and, and, uh, and law enforcement and uh, prosecution of drunk drivers has uh, reduced the numbers from some 30 Five thirty thousand to about twelve, thirteen thousand nationally of people killed each year Still by drunk drivers. Still too high. Yeah. And Rich Silva, what got you interested in uh, this this topic? Well, um, you know, I'm a good friend with Nick um, and uh, his wife Joe uh, started this uh, organization back in 1981. It's a uh, grassroots organization um, in Dutchess County, and it's a great cause. Um, and, you know, we help support um, people who are uh, victims of DW here in Dutchess County. Now, Nick, uh, what got you interested? Well, I got interested because my wife uh, started this as a, uh, a program. Uh, she was working in the insurance business in 1981, uh, saw that uh, an awful lot of teenagers were being killed by drunk drivers, and we had three teenagers at the time, uh, so she decided something had to be done. Uh, she contacted RID the USA, which was started by uh, Doris Aiken in uh, Schenectady, New York, and uh, she began a Dutchess County chapter. Well, I'll tell you, in the interest of full disclosure, I may have mentioned this on the radio in the past <laughs> eight years before, uh, not only uh, is my day job in the criminal justice system and has been for the last 45 years, but my own daughter was nearly killed by a drunk driver in her senior year of high school, so uh, this is a subject very close to my heart. And... Um, one of the insidious things about drunk driving, from my experience in the criminal justice system, is that, you know, when you're close to the limit, right now the limit in New York is 0.008, 1% of your body alcohol in, in, in 
you know, it's a whole complicated formula. Uh, when I started out in the criminal justice system, it was one point point one five. Then it went down to point one. Now it's at point oh eight. When you're close to the line, you think you're perfectly okay. And when you're really over the line, you're too drunk to care. So how do we how do we address that, Rich? Well, I mean, that that comes back down to the invulnerability issue. A lot of people think that it won't happen to them, right. um, or they think that they're impervious to it. Um, and unfortunately, it only takes one event to change somebody's life. Forever. Right. And uh, Rotarian Nick Johnson, uh, we're probably talking about something that even if you get away without hurting someone or hurting yourself, you get arrested for drunk driving, you're talking about thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars, not just in legal fees, but in fines. Uh, your insurance goes up. You get the, the, the fees from the motor vehicle department. Uh, you may have to put uh, a, a uh, interlock device on your car. What is that, uh, Nick, by the way? The interlock device on the car is a device that uh, prevents a car from starting. Uh, you blow into it if you have alcohol on your breath uh, within whatever the uh, limits of the machine is. Uh, your car won't start. The problem is an awful lot of people uh, bypass it. Uh, have somebody else blow into it and it start and this is the big big problem uh, the enforcement of it uh, I'm part of the uh, Dutchess County stop the DWI board and uh, we talked to the state police the sheriff's department and that is a problem I, I don't understand this this machine what it, it, it's an interlock it's a thing that's attached to your ignition okay uh, and uh, uh, you're supposed to blow into it if you're uh, legally drunk the car won't start tell me about this machine again I, I don't understand when a uh, person who is uh, uh, drunk legally drunk DWI goes to court uh, they go and uh, part of their uh, probation call it uh, they may have to put an interlock so that they can drive uh, to work in other places okay uh, so this is a mandate this is becomes this mandated this isn't something you can get for your teenagers and well yes no you okay, can you can oh yeah oh, sure. okay. go to the yeah same but company. then there's no if you do that for your teenagers there's, there's no, no guarantee uh, guarantee not only that, there's no legal responsibility. It's it's a device with a plastic straw in it. You blow into it, right, Nick? Yes. And if it detects alcohol, I think more than .025 in your system, it the car would not start. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, they, uh, there is available commercially a little gizmo, call it, a little box. Uh, it's probably like a uh, your cell phone. A key chain, yeah. And uh, you can uh, buy them and uh, test people, uh, blow into it. Uh, you can give it to your kids and say, hey, try it. Mm -hmm. So what does the RIT organization, Remove Intoxicated Drivers, do to educate the public or, you know, help victims? Rich Silver, what are the kind of things that you folks do? Well, there are three major events that we do throughout the year. One is that the Thursday before Memorial Day every year, we do a ceremony uh, in front of usually the Dutchess County Office Building in which we honor the victims uh, of DWI uh, events in the area. And we do a uh, balloon ceremony where what we do is we put the names of victims on red balloons and we release those um, as a ceremony. We usually have uh, some uh, very important people in Dutchess County there who make speeches um, and uh, that's one of the events we do we also host an annual um, car show which is our primary fundraiser um, and at that car show we uh, raise funds to support a memorial funds that we um, uh, scholarship fund I'm sorry memorial scholarship fund that we give uh, it's actually named the Joe Johnson uh, memorial
Memorial Scholarship Fund to uh, students who give us a multimedia presentation um, related to what we what we do. And then the uh, when thir- when is the, when and where would the car show be? Um, well, so people we, can mark their calendars. We just recently had a, our car show. Uh, unfortunately, Mother Nature wasn't very friendly to us. Uh, we had it scheduled for Father's Day. Uh, preliminarily, right now, we are uh, going to try and grab next Father's Day as well. Okay. Um, and uh, hopefully, Mother Nature is on our side this year. But our, we did end up having a rain date, and that was a uh, half a day, um, and then it started to rain. So, but you know, I mean, we ended up doing very well. Um, you know, the people who came out again recognize what we do is very important to the community, and uh, we appreciated everybody that did come out, and we we did very well on the fundraiser. And you said, Rich, you do three major events. What's the third? Yeah, the third major event that we do throughout the year is uh, we're re- currently in the process of building a um, memorial tree um, over near the Dutchess County Highway Department building on Route 44. And um, it's not built yet, but a kiosk is being built. And in there, we're going to have a replica of the uh, plaques that we have currently at the Dutchess County office building that displays the names of the victims. And we're also going to have a living safety tree. And the living safety tree is going to be a tree that is going to have a bunch of white lights on it. And when a uh, victim um, happens here in uh, when there's a, a victim um, incident here in Dutchess County, we're going to change the light, one of the light bulbs to red, and we're going to be having a uh, our our first candlelight vigil sometime in August, um, and people can come onto our Facebook page, which I'll explain later, uh, in order to be able to see when that's going to be because we haven't scheduled the date yet. Now, when when you these funds go to help the victims and publicity and so forth, now. When you talk about victims, you're not just talking about people who have died. You're talking about people who have been obviously hurt very permanently, handicapped um, from... Uh, Yes. uh, Part of my wife's uh, program was uh, she did work and uh, counsel uh, the parents and the families of victims. Uh, This was one of her uh, major goals is knowing how devastating... uh, uh, accidents of this type affect families throughout. Uh, she was a victim herself, and she knew how, uh, how devastated uh, the family was when uh, you know, it became yeah. uh, you know, just uh, terrible, terrible. And you know, you don't even really have to be as drunk as people think. Uh, uh, when you're a little bit drunk, your uh, reflexes drunk. <laughs> are slower, and what happens is you can't quite make the turn around a corner, and you slide into the other lane. Uh, th- this is where people think uh, you have to be dead drunk. When you're dead drunk, you're usually asleep. You fall down. It's the people who are uh, impaired that really cause the most damage because they think they're fine, and they're not. And we're going to find out more about the great work that's being done to rid our roads of intoxicated drivers in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebowas, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is away this week, but we have our producer, Kathy Kruger, on the mic. We also have with us guests Rotarian Nick Johnson and Rich Silver talking about RID, Remove Intoxicated Drivers from Our Roads. And Kathy, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. 
visit us at salisburybank.com and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, and Highland. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, and commercial lending, trust and wealth management services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, and now including the Riverside Bank Division with offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh, New York. Salisbury Bank is your local personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary. My name's Jonah Trebowasa. My co-host, Sarah O'Connell, is away this week. But I have our producer, Miss Kathy Kruger, on the mic. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. And let's welcome back our two fabulous guests, Rich Silver. Hi, Rich. Hi, how are you? Thank and Rotarian Nick Johnson. Hello. So we're talking about RID, Remove Intoxicated Drivers. But before we get back to that, let's talk a little bit about uh, Nick's club. Nick, what club do you belong to? Uh, I belong to the Wappinger Falls Rotary Club. Uh, we meet every Thursday, uh, 12.15 at Longobardi's Restaurant in the village of Wappinger Falls. And if Sarah were here, she would ask you, how's the food? food? (laughs) Actually, the food is very good. Uh, We get uh, plenty of food. Matter of fact, I usually take half of it home and eat it uh, as uh, tomorrow. Yeah, it is quite delicious because I've had the pleasure of being a guest at your club many times. (laughs) And um, they're a great bunch of people. Uh, What kind of projects uh, and and service uh, projects does the Wappinger Falls Rotary Club get involved in? We do Students of the Month. Uh, throughout the year, uh, we honor uh, four students every month from the high school, the junior high, St. Mary's, and one of the elementary schools. We also give out uh, some $7,000 worth of scholarships to uh, uh, students and seniors uh, in, in Dutchess County, we actually in uh, Ketchum High School because that's our area. We give uh, uh, do the warm coat project uh, so that uh, uh, Kids can have warm coats. We give every third grader at uh, Evans, Schaefer Road, and Myers Corner School, every third grader, we give a uh, dictionary to. Uh, we do food baskets uh, last week, and we do five times uh, in the summer. We collect for the local food banks. Uh, we are really trying to be and are very involved Active. in the local yes. community. A great Rotary Club, the yes. Wappingers Falls Rotary Club, and a great Rotarian, Nick Johnson. And if you would like to meet great people like Nick Johnson and join them for the fun, the food, and the fellowship, um, just go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, type in your hometown, find out where your local Rotary Club 
join us. We could certainly use your help, and it's a fun activity and a fun group. And among the fun people besides Nick Johnson is Rich Silver, a future Rotarian, I'm sure, if Nick uh, can twist his arm a little bit. <laughs> Ouch. And we're talking, <laughs> we're talking about remove intoxicated drivers, ridding our roads of intoxicated drivers and the dangers that come with drunk driving. So, gentlemen... Uh, for people who may have tuned in late, how big a problem is this in the Hudson Valley? The problem in the Hudson Valley uh, is uh, some twelve to 1,500 people are injured or killed every year. Uh, this is too much. Uh, it, uh, the number nationally is twelve to 13,000 are killed. Uh, it used to be as high as uh, 30, 35,000. Uh, when my wife started uh, Ridden Dutchess <sighs> County in 1981, her, her words were, I'd like to put ourselves out of business. That oh, Amen wouldn't that, that be beautiful? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, we were talking earlier and you were talking about, you know, how do we do that and and put put people out of business for that are intoxicated drivers and it, that it's everybody's job and I remember my teenagers, that was when they were growing up. It was the law. You drink, it's over, guys. You will never drive a car. You will. Ne- I mean, I, and thank God, knock on wood, I didn't have any problems. But I, think I was. parents have to really take the responsibility of uh, putting their foot down. Uh, yeah. Sometimes uh, parents tend to be a little bit lenient with their children. You can't be. Their lives are at stake. Right. And they also need to set a good example. Exactly. Uh, Role right. models. I mean, how many right. times, I mean, I mean, when you look at the, the DWI reports and the local newspapers, do you see, you know, people who are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s uh, getting pulled over? So it's not just a teenage problem. Right, right. It's, a, it's, a, it's a global problem. Yeah. Well, one of the things I did with my kids, and uh, it's, you might want to pick this up, folks at home, is I said to my kids, I don't care what time of the day or night, mm-hmm. if you're drinking you are not driving call pop i will pick you up i won't yell at you i won't even yell at you the next morning i will praise you for doing the responsible thing by calling me first leave the car there lock it up i'll come get you it's just one of the 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 tools in the quiver one of the arrows in the quiver of making sure your kids survive uh into their adulthood Uh, because as i said the first part of the show my daughter was nearly killed by a drunk driver so i know very much what this is all about now um one of the problems, uh, you know, in drunk driving, and we talked about this in the first part of the show, is that when you're close to the uh, line, uh, you know, the line right now is 0.08 of 1% of blood alcohol. If you're close to the line, like 0.09, 0.1, you probably think you're just perfectly fine. And if you're really gone, you're zonkers, you don't care. But, you know, if you're down in, in some big city, like, for example, we, we've taken our radio rotary microphones all over the world for the Rotary Convention in, in Lisbon right. uh, two years ago. And, and the limit in Europe is 0.05. But you can get away with that because there's all sorts of public transportation. My wife and I would finish a nice dinner in Lisbon. We shared a bottle of wine. I didn't have a car there. I didn't need it. There's the tram running right. there. There's plenty of buses, plenty of cabs. There's the uh, what they call the metro or we would call a subway. Here in the Hudson Valley, we don't have a lot of uh, public transportation. So talk to us, gentlemen, about the importance of having a designated driver in your party. It's obvious that uh, uh, drinking and driving uh, causes problems. Designated driver is a way for those to enjoy themselves at a night out, have a drink, and not worry about it. And I think you're right. Most parents, uh, responsible parents, would uh, tell their children, if you do drink, give me a call, and, uh, you know, I'll come and get you. This is obviously a very good way. Some of the local uh, pubs, bars, and other places actually have uh, drivers that will take people home. I know. We do in Pleasant Valley. You know, we have a couple bars, and they have free 
cabs that will just take you home. And which if which saves a much. could save right. a life or an injury. Which how do you take it back? Right. You can't. That right. that's the big thing. Once you've done uh, uh, in an accident, somebody was hurt. How do you take it back? Who takes the responsibility? Oh, I didn't know. Yes, you did. Rich. One of the things also, we're talking about designated drivers, and it's very important to note that when you're in a group of people and you're having a good time, the designated driver isn't necessarily just the one who drank the least. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, that happens a lot, too, when there's a group of four or five people that go out. They say, okay, who's had the least to drink? They're the designated driver. No, the designated driver should be the person who has not drank at all. At all. That's well, or uh, uh, only Coke and Pepsi. Right. Exactly. Or in I'm, my case, a club soda with just a lime. I mean, <laughs> even, even at our age, you know, being in our 50s and our kids being in our 30s now. I wish I was still in my 50s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we do that. If we're out with the grandchildren especially, we'll say it even in front of the grandchildren. Okay, grandma doesn't get to drink because grandma's driving, you know, or grandpa doesn't get to drink because grandpa's driving. Yeah, so teach them young. Teach them young. She's six years old, my granddaughter. She understands. You and know? that's the role model thing right. I was talking about earlier. You know, uh, besides drunk driving, there's a lot of uh, publicity out now about other forms of distracted driving. Do you folks get involved in that? And what are the dangers there? Nick? We are not uh, yet fully committed and involved in uh, distracted driving. Uh, but I believe that as we go forward, we will be. Uh, the distracted driving has taken over. Statistically, nationally, 50,000 people a year die from distracted driving. That is an epidemic. That's not even, uh, you know, uh, even drunk driving didn't get reach that number. But the kids today with their cell phones and their uh, iPhones and, uh, you know, all of these electronic devices, right. distractions can happen and accidents can happen very, very quickly. Now, Rich, you're a, an IT person, a computer person. We remember from our uh, having you on the show before. Um, my wife and I just bought a new car for my wife, and it's got this screen in the middle of the dashboard. And it's you can't buy a, a car anymore with a regular radio. It looks like the Starship Enterprise. I mean, it's all those things you have to push just to get a, a listen to the radio station you're listening to right now, folks. Or, you know, the GPS, all this other stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, she basically pulls over to change the radio station. Uh, what about that? What about uh, the, the, this interactive technology in the automobiles? Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, it's it's a, it, that that in itself is a distraction. A lot of the um, a lot of the technology is designed in such a way where certain functions aren't um, able to be done when the vehicle's in motion. Um, but you know, it, it, those things can be bypassed, oh. uh, unfortunately. Um, you know, from a technology standpoint, and you know, and if even if they're not bypassed, they're still very basic functions like uh, trying to find your radio station and all of the different types of media that you can play. You can play your iPod. I mean, you can play your uh, your CDs. You can try and scan for radio stations. And you're right. It's very distracting. Even television. I mean, I know that people have got television for like their kids in the back, in the back to yeah. watch, but that's still... Distracting <laughs> when you're driving, when you're hearing your kids and the television, and so in the minute yeah. we have left, first of all, give us your Facebook, Facebook page. Facebook page, yes. Oh, sure, sure. What you can do is you can go to Facebook and on the search bar, search for uh, Duchess County RID. That's R I D, Remove Intoxicated Drivers. And on there, what we do is we post relevant information about some of the events that we are having, and um, I uh, periodically find articles online that are relevant to what we do. And Rich, just person to person to our listeners explain why it's important to drive sober 
Uh, well, you know, a lot of people think that um, you're trying to give them a message to be safe. And really what we're trying to do is we're trying to give them a message that the choice you make today could affect somebody else uh, because that's who we're looking out for. Right. And Nick, tell people why it's fun to be a Rotarian. It's fun to be Rotarian because we give back to the community. You take from the community and, and your work and uh, all the things you do, but giving back is uh, a great pleasure. Rich Silver and Rotarian Nick Johnson, thank you for everything you're doing to uh, keep everybody safe on the road. Nick and uh, Rich, it's been a delight to have you on Radio Rotary. And Rich, you got one more thing to tell us. Yes, if you'd like to uh, contribute to our cause, you can find us on our Fundly page. That's F-U-N-D-L-Y. Um, do a search for Dutchess County RID, and um, um, please leave us a donation. We appreciate it. It is a uh, grassroots volunteer organization. Nick and Rich, thanks for everything Thank you're you very doing. Much. Thank, you. Appreciate it. Thank you. For making us safe on the road, and thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Miss Kathy Kruger, who do we have to thank for sponsoring us this week? Well, this week, Jonah, it, we are sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com. And by the Rotary Clubs of Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Millbrook, Nanuet, and Newburgh. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell will be back soon. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our engineer, Mr. Jay Bursey. This is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary. Men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion.